Hello, I am so thrilled you're here. I'm Chris Rice, empowerment coach and founder of the Chris Rice Collective. I provide soul care for mamas raising kids with mental health challenges. Imagine creating freedom, clarity, and ease in your life, even in the midst of chaos. That's where I come in. Thank you for giving yourself this time today. Now let's dig into today's episode. Hello, welcome to Mama Soul Care. I'm so glad to be here with you today. So in celebration of Mental Health Awareness Month, I'm going to continue my weekly topics of myth busting. So a couple weeks ago, I started this idea of, you know, breaking down these commonly held mental health myths. And today I feel like we have a really good one. So I'm excited to share this one with you. So my myth for the day is that anxiety and OCD are the same. So the short answer is there are two completely different clinical diagnoses. They're completely different from each other. But from what I know, from my limited viewpoint, what I do know is there can be an overlap. So they are completely different. However, they can be related. So when I say that, what I think of is with my daughter, it definitely began as OCD for her, or sorry, it began as anxiety for her and having a lot of worry and angst about things. And to be able to manage that for herself, she began to insert these compulsions, which is what OCD is, right? So she went from having the worry to being able to settle that worry by doing something. So whether that's like making sure the closet door is shut right, or it's open all the way, or going to the bathroom a certain number of times, whatever it is, that compulsion, that activity is what would calm the anxiety. So that is why they're totally different. Also, the bigger part I wanted to talk about today is that the treatment and the support for anxiety versus OCD are totally different. And again, I only knew what I knew. (laughs) And until I really figured out how, or once I was aware of what was going on with her, that we were looking at OCD and understanding what the support was for that, that was a huge game changer. So just to take you back, I guess, eight months, thereabouts, um, when we really, when our practitioner helped us understand that what she was experiencing was not only anxiety, it really was her behaviors were OCD. Once we understood that and sat with that, we're able to understand it, then it became, okay, well, what do we do? And so really what our provider was helping us understand was that there's really one single gold standard as far as support and treatment for OCD. You cannot truly get rid of it. You can't rid your body of it. You can absolutely manage your OCD and that's what this therapy does. So the gold standard in OCD treatment is a practice called ERP and that's called exposure response prevention. So ERP is like a fancy way of saying exposure work. And so what that means is like impractical, like I always wonder, well, what does that look like? So what does ERP look like? It looks like exposing yourself to your fears or your person's fears so that they can 
realize that the worst that they have in their head about what's going to happen most likely isn't going to happen. And so it's hard. It is hands down hardest work that we have ever done. And we've done a lot of different modalities. I've been really open about that just so that you know, like we have explored a lot of different things. I've always been on a path to support my daughter in a natural way. So we've gone without medication her entire life as far as treating any of her mental health. And in doing that, the exposure work is like bar none, the hardest thing that we've done because expose your fears are scary for a reason and exposing yourself to them, not fun at all. Doing it over and over again, also not fun at all. So none of it is like joyous work. You don't feel good when you leave it. You feel confronted with your fears when you leave it. So it's tough. And so here's the deal is I wish that I had known sort of what that looked like ahead of time. It wouldn't, ha I think it would have lessened the blow when we got into, I apologize. My dog is losing her mind at the front door. <laughs> so I think it's all about expectations, right? So I would have, in hindsight, I would have loved to hear from another mom of like, what does this look like with your kiddo? How do they respond after it? Is it hard to get into someone to, to have ERP? All of those things that I just felt like I was kind of navigating on my own because I didn't know any different. Um, and I didn't have another person who's gone through it. So if I can do anything, I would love to just be that voice of someone who has gone through it now, who's gone from trying to, well, from finding out to trying to find a provider to being in the therapy. And we're on the tail end of it right now. So here's some things I wish I would have known about ERP because if you're someone who is maybe just considering, like maybe this is something I should check out, I'm just curious or I have questions about it, here's the things that would be like the top things that I would have loved to know. Number one, it's incredibly hard to get into. There is a mental health crisis in our everywhere <laughs> and that's no surprise. But because of that, there are, there's an extreme lack of people who are trained in this modality. So it's really specific too. Okay. So those are the two things that it is. It's, you could have somebody who might say like, oh, I can probably do like elements of ERP in my practice. No, you either do, you're either trained in ERP or you're not. And you want someone who's trained and licensed in ERP. Um, and those are hard to find. So it took us about five months to get into a provider. Um, I will say, so I would have loved to know that because in my heart, once I um, sat with the fact that we needed this and I was on board to begin, it was very challenging to wait that five months, watch her in pain and know that we could have an option to support her, but not have it available to us. So just know the waiting list is long for these. There's a lot of people who need this support. Um, also though, I would say um, there are programs that will have students who are in training for ERP. And that's actually what we ended up doing. I was not gonna do it at first, so I was like, if we're gonna do this, I wanna have her with the best hands possible, have our best chance of success, all this stuff. Spoke with a few people and they said, you know what? With ERP, 
go with a student. You're going to be just fine. Your daughter's young. She is going to do great. And a hundred percent, that was the truth. So that got us into a provider faster because I was open to having um, her with a student. Also, if you have a kid who is dealing with um, OCD, it's great because having someone who is a student is closer to their age and she loves her gal. I mean, bless her heart, that ERP gal, she pushes her to do some hard stuff, but she loves her at the end of the day because she's cool and she's young and she thinks she's wonderful and she is. And so um, that was a level of connection I didn't think about before we started it. So um, also knowing that virtual is an option. So we've done virtual appointments the entire time that we've seen her. We're getting ready to see her in person and we're excited for that. But um, that makes it a little bit more flexible and uh, maybe a little bit more comfortable because some of the exposure work just takes place in your home. You're not doing it out and about somewhere else. Um, so that's another thing that I wish I would have known. And then I think one of the other biggest things for me is thinking through how that's emotionally going to impact the patient after the exposure work. So as you can imagine, if you are picking out your deepest, darkest fears and confronting those and doing whatever those are, that's going to kick some shit up. That's not just going to leave you feeling wonderful for the rest of the day. Like, it's just not going to happen. And again, I just didn't know it. I didn't know to think of that. And so we have our appointments in an afternoon and I can predict like clockwork that the rest of our evening is going to be kind of hard. Like she's just going to feel really shaken up, like at like the top got blown off and she just it, everything feels like a lot. Um, usually going to bed that night's just a little harder than other nights are. Um, and then, and she's also having to usually do her first exposure work that day. So she's had her appointment and she's having to do whatever that challenge is that day. So once she's done it one time, she's like, okay, wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. My fears turns out were wrong. But before that, it's all the anxiety and worrying and thinking about all the bad things that are going to happen. So just knowing that of like, we literally kind of just plan our schedule around that. Like after our appointments, we have quiet days and we don't really make other plans or things like that because we just know it's too much. And so um, live and learn, right? So I don't want to go into too much more. I feel like that's a lot of information to kind of take in, but I hope that it is supportive because a number one, I just want to bring it out in the open that absolutely anxiety and OCD are two different things. I've seen them both through the lens of my daughter and they're very different. And beyond that, the treatment's really different. And I hope that this just exposure to what ERP is and how it can support OCD is helpful to you. I know that I knew nothing going into it and I know a heck of a lot more now. So I hope that this is hope to help just kind of raise some awareness, build curiosity, or maybe you just have some information that you didn't have before. Um, so if you have questions, send them my way. I would love to support you, connect in any way, and help fill in those gaps because I sure wish I had had somebody to do that back in the day. Um, and lastly, actually in honor of my sweet girl, 
and her OCD, we are doing an OCD walk this weekend. So if you happen to be local to Lake Oswego, we are doing a walk purely to build community, to raise awareness and just say, hey, this is us. And if you have struggles too with kids' mental health, if it's something near and dear to your heart, please come join us. Um, it is just a casual walk. It's gonna be rainy. <laughs> it just is, but we don't care. We're gonna show up anyways. And um, I would love to see your shiny faces there. So um, hit me up if you are curious about that. I'll send you the link and you can have all the details. Um, but that is this Saturday. So thank you, thank you for joining live. I totally appreciate it. And I'll look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you're curious to learn more about the Chris Rice Collective and how I can partner with you to create freedom, calm, and clarity in your life, visit chrisricecollective.com. Here you can discover more about my coaching programs, membership community, and curated content to support your motherhood journey. I look forward to connecting with you soon.